What's up? This is Greg Elizondo. I'm the Bubbles World Record holder. Stay tuned for Settle It on the Screen. The views expressed in the following show are for entertainment purposes only. They're not necessarily the views of, I guess it doesn't matter, Twin Galaxies, HD Films, or any of their affiliates. Best intro ever. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Settle It on the Screen. That is a good I, disclaimer. That is a good disclaimer. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Circle. Along here with Nick Hauslander, and over there is our other co-host, Glenn Updike. We'd like to thank you all for joining us here today on the Settle It on the Screen Twitch channel because Twin Galaxies Live is doing some revamping of their—I yep. don't want to say staff, but staff's renovating. doing all the, the renovating. Um, they will be broadcasting actually at 10 o'clock tonight. And our show might be broadcasted there, but we're not going through the Skype array and all that kind of good stuff. So if we do have any issues with our audio or anything, uh, let us know. Like I said, this is kind of a, we, we tested it, but uh, the, our, our little old show was a kind of a bit low. And uh, as always, at the beginning of the show, um, you know, we always do our show yes. in the best way that we possibly can. So thanks for everybody joining us. Um, our hearts go out to anybody who is in Paris or have anybody yeah. relatives tonight. Uh, very uh, changing world changing, cha world changing so, yeah. event and we, we our hearts go out to them but as freedom prevails, do what you love. That's why everybody still does what we're doing today yes. and doing our show. So how you doing Glenn? How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I'm excited about the show tonight. I've been waiting a while to do this one. Oh, I am too. It's the CDI show. It's going to be a the good CDI. one. It's a good one. We got a preview of it uh, last week and a little before the show today. You guys are in for a treat. Oh, yeah. Glenn is... I will... You don't even have to... I will go on record and saying Glenn is the foremost expert in CDI. Yes. Which, he lives in the hometown. He of does. CDI. He really does. I mean, he could. He grew up in the hotbed of Phillips CDI country. Yeah, so he'll tell you all about it for sure. So uh, we only got one or two uh, line items before we get to uh, the the best part of the show, the yeah. CDI yeah, part. The CDI so let's we got tonight. Mike was on the docket. Let's get to the world records for the yes. week of November thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. Go ahead, Nick. Can you read that? What? Be down there, yeah. Where? Yeah, I can see it. Benjamin Sweeney of Erie, PA, for the Nintendo Wii U. Wii U. Super. What is it? Destronaut? Destroyonaut. Oh, okay. That's what I call okay. it. Okay. Uh, Super no Destroyonaut. Sure. Point six hundred eighty-eight thousand four hundred. Congratulations, Benjamin. Yep, that, I know that one's gonna go back and forth. That is a very fun game. Yep. Cool. <clears throat> Nice. Next one we have our boy David Gott, William McAvoy from Antarctica, Maine, Space Tactics, 211,900 points. Congratulations, David Gott. Yes. Awesome yes. score. Very yeah. cool. Be beaten. Yes, stay warm, man. Yep. A little bit of controversy behind that Yep, one. go to the oh! website. There was something posted Ooh. about, uh, I think, today or uh, maybe just a couple minutes before our show. 
Uh, congratulations to Kyle Nelson uh, from Iowa again. He did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 score last week. He here does biggest blowout for Tecmo Super Bowl. Damn. 175 <laughs> points. Holy man. Nice bro. job. Another NES title that's been kind of, uh, we thought that was the max score. No, not no, so much. Not so much. Yeah, but... I have opinions on that. Though. Oh, okay. What's your what, opinion? What, just, what, what's yeah, your opinion? Speak your mind. My opinion is adjusting rosters and playbooks is not playing default settings. Okay. All right. Yeah. So well, you you would revo you would vote rejected. Is that correct? Well, no. I. It'd be silly to vote reject on that on that tracking because the people that did it. There's already people that are listed on there that have done that, where they adjusted the playbooks and everything. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it wasn't the truly default. The best thing to do would be to make a new track that says default setting. You can't adjust anything. Yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I can see I that. I see that, too, yeah. All right. Here go Nick. It's got uh, Timothy, what is that, Samadari? There you go, yeah. Sure. Uh, Sega Genesis, NFL primetime. Ooh, it is, it is fall. So it is football, football is season, baby. Uh, NTSC, biggest blowout, 148 points, which is very impressive. Very impressive. Not quite as good as the Tech Mobile score, but... Chris Carter, 532 <laughs> yards receiving. That's great. How many uh, how many touchdowns does he get? I don't know. They how don't, many fantasy points? He, I guess the stats would be available if you watch the video. If he, wow, that's if he, if pretty sweet. Up, yeah. God, Carter's gonna be exhausted. Oh yeah, oh, five hundred. Think of how many catches, how much, yet. and how much you're running. Five hundred and thirty-two yards. What is that? Like eighteen hundred, almost nineteen hundred feet that he ran with the ball. With with the, with the ball. ball. That's not even including like the non-catch it. Uh, congratulations, uh, newcomer to the database, uh, Mark Buckner. Buckner. Uh, Arch Rivals on Maine, biggest blowout, 45. Nice. nice. This is a sports week. Okay. I didn't even realize it. My name's Buck. I was supposed to announce that one, you dick. Oh, really? Damn it. Stepping on his toes. I'm sorry. Uh, can, you, can, you, can you read the next <laughs> one from our screen or no? Yes, I can. Well, then there you go. We fixed it. Fix it, fix it live. We have our boy Hector Rodriguez from Los Angeles, California, arcade track and field. One man, extended rounds, 5,151,790. Congratulations, Hector. Yeah, six-hour submission. Holy man. Yeah, bro. I didn't what? watch it. I didn't verify it. What? Pretty oh. awesome. I guess that's the marathon Damn. version of track. I'm not familiar with track and field on the arcade. I, I East. I was gonna say, and Hector hooked up the 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 pad too. I mean, he ran for the arcade. No, I know he he. Oh, he hot wired he it. Hot wired it in there. Yeah, NES power pad. He ran for six straight. So he hours didn't do the yeah. he didn't do the thing with his finger. Oh he no, he did it with his feet. Oh, wow. It was a he ran. It was two marathons. Damn, fifty two point wow. four miles, man. So this one would be Nick's. pretty good. Yeah, we got. We got Paul's brother Don uh, from Virginia, USA. Apple II, Galaxian. What is he? What do you? 
John, we played on the Apple II floor. <laughs> and Galaxian. You have more patience than I do. The high score on this should be 24. Because <laughs> after 12 seconds, you kind of get bored of this game. But now he got 24,470 points. Congratulations, yeah. Don. I just like seeing <clears throat> some systems that haven't been Oh, definitely an Apple II. That's awesome. I just want to know where you got the Apple II from. Yep. And uh, back to Glenn. All right. We have... Dan D. Jardines from USA, Commodore 64, Radar Rat Race, EMU, 67,960 points. Oh. And for those people, EMU doesn't mean it's an eagle, baby. Yeah, Eastern it's Michigan it's University. Emulate. Emulation, baby. Because now you can submit on grandfathered tracks, because if they had them, they should open them up. Oh, and okay. uh, we also got some news for Daniel. Daniel is off yes! this week's Wing Stop. Gift card giveaway. Congratulations, Congratulations Daniel. Dan. Uh, Daniel, the, nice. the uh, settle on the screen uh, will be reaching out to you, making sure there's still a wing stop by you, and if not, we'll find some <laughs> other type of wing uh, place for you, but congratulations. Nice, this is why you guys submit records. Is yeah, it's a ra it's a random drawing of when you can win uh, <laughs> some gift cards around here. You know, and when we say random, it is just random. It, it truly you can do nothing to help your exactly. cause, other than submit. Yep. What do we got? Anything else? We got John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. TI99, which as everyone knows is the calculators that you use in graphic design. No, it's a real computer. Oh, it's a computer? It's a real computer. Oh, I thought that was like the graphic so Nick computer. plays video games. Oh, okay. That's a TI85. Oh, I thought this was like the new version. No, it's no, actually okay. older. Oh, it's older. Okay. Uh, TI99. <laughs> I guess the camera was on. Uh, TI99 4A Blasto. Points, 19,430. Congratulations, John. Congratulations to John, and congratulations to John. Oh, He's my God. Winner. What? Card winner as well. Oh, we think it be two in one week? Yeah, I guess there can be. Oh, my God. Oh, John Druss. Good job. Yep. Nice That's, job. Wow. Oh. This ain't coming out of my pocket, is it? Nope. No, it's coming from Wingstop, okay, cool. man. Yeah, they are one of our many sponsors. And so we're good um, to uh, Paul Kearns. Uh, Another, another Commodore 64. Like the reason we're kind of reading these, a lot of these. Yeah, yeah. There's way more than these, but a lot of people. I submitted two weeks ago an emulation score in Commodore, and it's just blown up. It's everybody's getting all competitive, That's cool. and everybody's submitting scores. Uh, Super Cuda, is that Coda? Cuda? Yeah. Could have been Cuda. some Barracuda. Barracuda, Super Cuda. Makes sense. You know, that's such a. That's definitely a word. Yeah, two hundred. And 1,110 points, and uh, Paul is... The one on the right. On the right, right? Yes, okay. yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Kernsey, nice going. Just to make sure. What is with all these gamers and they're sending pictures with their girlfriends? Are they, like, showing off or something like uh, that? Yeah, I think okay. that's called, like... I think we should make a new yeah, requirement, uh, yeah. You have to show your significant other. Yeah. No, then it just shames people. Why are you by yourself? Because I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. Ah. Damn it. <laughs> And also, Paul is a oh my god no! card giveaway. Come on! What is everyone getting gift cards? Uh, yes, yes, but I, I don't believe there's a wing stop over there in England. I, I've been doing some checking. Once I found out he won, I'm guessing. That. I think we will send some parting gifts to Paul, some Walter wow. Day posters um, over there in England, because uh, I don't think there's a wing stop. Probably not. I, so I'm not. You know, I'll find him something else. So congratulations, a meat to pie everybody. Stop. Meat pie stuff? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe. That'd be good. One, one Meat pies are good, yeah. man. Um, uh, since uh, Data God is in the chat, 
and he obviously doesn't he's in Antarctica and he dropped out his connection. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. just replay this for him. Oh, what is it? Glenn will reread his record. So oh, go okay. ahead, Glenn. So <clears throat> we have our boy, William McAvoy, also known as Data God again from Antarctica, Maine, Space Tactics, two hundred eleven thousand nine hundred points. Congratulations, Bill. Congratulations, Bill. Nice. There you go. Hope you saw it that time. Otherwise, watch it on YouTube. Yep. So, man, Wingstop forking out the cash. I know. They're one of our best sponsors. Oh, oh I just. Whoa. Which reminds us, those world records weren't brought to you by Wingstop. No, they were not. They were brought to you by Transparent Bud Light Lime. It's but still summer in some places of the world. For real, though. Actually, it's no, it's not. It's only spring or fall. Yeah, I was going to say, there is yeah, no summer. Make, that makes on. no sense. So. For real, though, sponsor. Tonight and probably going on for well as long as they, as long keeps, as Twitch keeps saying yeah, as money. long as Twitch keeps as long as they're our sponsor they're going to be talked about so but Airheads bites uh yeah the fruit they're uh, awesome regular Airheads are I picked up these because I love the Airhead but they send us these Airhead bites fruit which are they're new so go check them out in any store uh pretty much any Speedway gas station I have noticed I can find them. Um, but seriously, they come sent and go. us, yeah, the come and the go, come and go definitely, yeah, but the they sent us quite a few of these, well, it was like a box, but, um, thanks for that, Airheads, by the way, but, uh, Airheads Bites, fruit, you gotta pick up the fruit, because the orange ones are amazing, and we'll just eat the hell out of them, so, but, yeah, <laughs> Airheads, go. baby, yep. go eat them. Thank you, thanks for sending the yes. Airheads, appreciate it. And then, <laughs> Phillips and Magnavox. Oh, hang on. Oh, yes. Googles. Mm. Snow Fifth and Ella Porter. Delicious. It's good stuff. From what you told me. Oh yeah, amazing. Amazing. Love. Good, 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 good. Um, really, just world records going on with the Twin Galaxies universe, pretty yeah. much. Uh, the PSI thing is. Yeah, we talked about it somewhat last week, but you can go on the website and check all that out. There is a bit, quite a bit of competition lately. Twin Galaxies. That doesn't taste good. It didn't like. It. Didn't pop when I opened it. Mm, they're sending us cheap stuff here. The hell? Settle it on the screen. That's mm, well, cranberry. I mean, what could go wrong? It's cranberry. Yeah, well, that's why we don't plug them on the air. Um, nevertheless, so I, I don't know. Do you have anything to talk? I have one little nuance I want to talk to the community about. Ooh, now, we're not live and we're not with our normal viewers, but thank you for all you those who are joining us tonight. Yeah, we appreciate it. And then it. for those of you who do watch us on iTunes, actually, do you know what majority of this show is watched by people on iTunes. Really? Yep. We have it on YouTube. No kidding. It's, of course, broadcasted, uh, archived on Twitch. But we thank all of you for downloading this and putting yeah, this on absolutely. your podcast. You it's much. amazing. The audio downloads. The audio. What is up it, with It's something that? like 1,200 <clears throat> downloads. It's like, really? That's awesome. Wow. Well, thank you guys. And then you look well, at the YouTube views. It's like, yeah, 60. Yeah. Okay. No one wants to spend an hour watching a show. But they'll listen to us, obviously. So yeah, th evidently. thanks you for all for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Us. Thank you very um, much. The only thing I was going to kind of complain, I guess, more to the computer. <sighs> to Why the, are you okay. complaining? Yeah, I'm going to complain. No more complaints, I'm going to complain tonight. About what? Um, Come on, all is well. Uh, hang on. Actually, I don't know how to work. CDI super special. Exactly. Yeah, I know. i got to get this out of the way. Real all quick. Right. Come on. I, I don't know how to work a computer, sorry. Well, throw it at us, Mike. What do you got? No, not Paul Kearns. Nope, not... Kearnsy? Settle it? Events, maybe? S what is, what's oh, what's our show go. called? Hey, hey, what's the nickname? Um, 
the uh, you know what's great about Six. Twin Galaxies is you can create tracks now. Yes, and, and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but uh, I, I really think nothing against the the one track I'm going to talk about. Nothing against Andrew here, but I think we need to be <clears throat> a little bit more responsible when it comes to creating tracks. Okay. I really, I really right. do. And, and I just saw this. I, I don't mean to pick on you, Andrew, but I, I kind of want to. It's my own personal opinion. Gardicus? Not Twin Galaxies. No. No. Oh, okay. Andrew Me, the guy who puts oh, the most quarters okay. in the Twin Galaxies yeah, that's database. True. I was going through the records looking at approved scores for this week's show. Good. And um, I, I just saw that there was a new track that had a verified world record of Just Dance. And it has different rules. So if you guys can see it there on the screen. Oh, does he have the press power and you win? No, no, um, no. He still had to play. There's still, there's still there's still some effort. In the in the video direct capture videos there, but mm, it's I the see what same. You're I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Andrew, and I'm sorry anybody who feels this way. It's the same world record. This is a duplicate. Okay. I, I mean, it kind of it, it dumbs. I don't want to say it dumbs down, but it. What's the word? I think you just did. No, what's that? The Waters word? down. Waters down the scoreboard and, and because these are two exact scores, or they're two legitimate tracks and scores into the database. We have Andrew here with eleven thousand six hundred and sixty-five. Okay. And then we have Liz Bollinger and all these other scores. Those are from a while ago. Right? From a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And they're separated it, and and they really shouldn't be and i understand why you put the the rule in no camera requirement i mean that was an old twin galaxies rules and people it's just kind of, i don't know it's just i can understand i really especially the no camera requirement because when a new person comes here they go oh what's that yeah what does that mean it, it's like it, it's too confusing so now that jace gave us I like to call it the noose. He, he gave did. Us, he gave us the rope to push <clears throat> Twin Galaxies further ahead in terms of credibility. We can he also, also we could also put a rope around our neck yep. and sh choke it off too. So yep. I just want to say that to the community off. more than anything. Don't create some tracks that it's the same track. It's a duplicate. I agree. I'm sorry. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got for you guys. Now enjoy an old show from five years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but now we're back onto the good stuff. So we have good stuff. Yeah, unless anybody else has something to talk about. Yeah, like, I mean, I, you know, I don't. Yeah, I'd rather talk about CDI. So that's just me. Yeah. yeah. You talk about how the CDI. I don't know anything, but you know everything. Hey, Glenn, did you hear the Red Sox traded for Craig Kimbrell about an hour ago? I did. It came across my desk. It's kind of crazy, man. You have a yeah. four prospects of the Padres. Good for the Padres. <laughs> San Diego. I know. It's where all the greatness happens in baseball. I said to get my baseball fixed. Well, you got to get your baseball. Actually, well, I'll do one more baseball fixed. Oh. Um, since we got a smaller screen. Colby Rasmus signed his qualifying offer? No, no, video game related. Um, a major reason why I haven't been on Twin Galaxies the past few days is Fallout 4 has come out. So oh, we, yeah. I heard about that game. Actually, when, Fallout, when I started playing Fallout 4, it was when Twin Galaxies was gone. So it was like a perfect <laughs> time. I played it for I don't know how many hours. Yeah, that, shoot. That was a while. That was uncompetitive. Wow. And nevertheless, there is a David Ortiz, or it's a Red Sox since it's based in Boston. Oh, was it really? There's a mod oh. out already. <laughs> that was quick. Where you can be 
dressed as the Red Sox, and you're David Ortiz. And of course, you have a baseball bat, and you're killing Raiders. It's <laughs> it's awesome. Check out the video online. So, so what you're telling me is in this <laughs> horrific future where the civilization has already ended, the Red Sox are still around. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's two thousand two hundred seventy-seven. Yeah, oh and David God. Ortiz is still there. That's, that's very. That's impressive. the worst. Part. He's got longevity. I might well, not like he, the guy. Well, he has longevity because he doesn't play the field. He <laughs> exactly. just plays DH. Yeah, exactly. He can just build up. He's not a baseball player. DH, so you're fifty-four years old exactly. if you're not playing. <laughs> so there's your baseball video game news. That's awesome, ladies and gentlemen. So hey, I bought a PlayStation Four. I made I made it to the next generation. So I assume Fallout Four is only on PlayStation Four. No, oh. not all the rest of them. Really? But it made me buy next gen. I was gonna build a computer, but then I'm like, I ain't dealing with that. Should have built a PlayStation Four. I was thinking about it, but out of old like PS2 parts. No PS1 parts. Oh, oh. you need wait, wait, need PS. PlayStation 1 or the original PlayStation, which is what Glenn is going to talk about. Today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, like a, it's a good segue. Yeah. Yep. So what do you got in your collection, Glenn? What's going on, man? I got a lot of things, man. I mean, it's... Well, I should probably brief about a little bit of history. You, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people watching this probably don't even know what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, probably no one does, actually. But, There's some, but you will tonight, after tonight. Oh, yeah, you'll know. Oh, probably. my God. So, let me uh, start from the beginning, shall I? Ooh. Ooh. So, there used to be this factory in, in this town that I live in. And the town that I live in is really, really, really small. And uh, we're surrounded by even smaller towns. So, this factory that used to be in town here, it was here for like 40 years. I think like five years ago, they packed up everything and went to Mexico. But... They built parts for Philips and Magnavox and then would ship them out. And then those guys would take those parts and make them into CDIs in different factories and stuff. So I think at the time that factory employed like roughly a third of everybody in the town. Wow, wow. Which is like, you know, a thousand people. Yeah. And uh, you used to get at the end of the month, you would, like, employees that work there would get yes, these uh, catalogs. Change cameras. And uh, the catalogs would just give you, like, everything. It would list everything that Philips was coming out with that month. And if you were an employee, you could get, like, a killer, killer deal on some of this stuff. So take, for instance, uh, when the CDI first came out, it was price point at, like, 700 bucks new. And then if you work for Philips and you got one of those catalogs and you could use your employee discount, you could get them for 400 bucks roughly. So you got $300 off price. That's pretty so good. pretty much everybody that worked there had a CDI. That's like, awesome. If you didn't work there, you had a Super Nintendo or Genesis. But if your parents or like your aunt or whatever worked there, you would have a CDI, guaranteed. Because you would buy the games dirt cheap. They would be selling, like one of the games I have in here, let me dig it out real quick. This is the original uh, Compton's Interactive Encyclopedia. Sweet. And this is the very first version. They uh, re-released it, which I have all three re-releases. Re this is the original big box version. Um, 
back in the day when this first came out, it was $200 for this disc. And uh, if you had that employee discount, you could uh, get it for like 60 bucks. And for so those that's of you, how much, like price, like point, they would knock off if you like worked there, and it's got like all the all my games have the instruction manual still and everything. That's so. beautiful. Yeah, and and for those of you who didn't live uh, without the internet ever, when when these first because people are watching. <laughs> no, seriously, no. But when when these when these very first encyclopedias came out for computers. This was like revolutionary. Oh yeah. It was. Up until that point, it was a diction a dictionary or an encyclopedia was in a book. That was it. The fact that you could put a disc into a machine and it would read you back something out of encyclopedia and maybe show you a video was like voodoo magic. So oh, yeah. <laughs> uh that was that, great. That was awesome. I think it was in cardo yeah. for the computer. But great stuff. But yeah, this is the original version, and I do have the other versions in this. But uh, a lot of the games, though, like I said, like in this town, and still to this day, like everyone still has their original CDIs, which blows my mind. And most people still have their game collection. So you can well, find they they, they made it. Like they made the CDIs. It's kind yeah. of something that they might be proud of, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I made the chip for that. Yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah. They didn't make them. They didn't make them. They just made parts for them, and then a different factory would assemble them. Oh, that okay. makes sense. Yeah, it right does. In the U.S. But yeah, for some reason, well, not for some reason, because of that factory, I live in like the mecca of like CDI. So <laughs> the only place in the really country weird because it's a very like weird system. It was. The original DVD player before there was DVDs. Well, there was what? Laserdisc. Then there was CDI. Here, I'll show you guys. I actually got some of the, the movies CDs. for it. Oh, CED. Here's uh, the big box. Well, not the big box, but the uh, Dances with Wolves, man. Damn. And that's a long movie, too. So. John Maltby Discs. 11 to. <laughs> How many discs is that? I think this is like three CDs. Okay. That makes sense. It's like a three-hour movie, so. Yeah. And you need to have the, uh, they made a special chip for the CDI that you give you better quality and stuff with video. You need that to actually play the movies. And I got The Hunt for Red October. Awesome movie. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Awesome movie. Got it for... CDI. I think yeah, CDI should have came out with game. the video game and the movie bundled in one package. Oh, that'd be that sweet. Would be awesome. How's the quality on the movies, by the way? Excellent. I mean, it's not quite DVD quality, but it's... Far better DVD. than... It was better than VHS okay. back in 1991. <laughs> That's pretty good. Probably between Laserdisc and DVD. Yeah, or maybe comparable to Laserdisc. Yeah. It is analog video. Exactly. No, yeah. same with laser disc. Yeah. No, it's, it's, no, it's digital. No, it's digital. Oh, you're right. It is CDI digital. is digital. Yeah. So it was actually so was laser yeah. Yeah. I know no. that like Philips. That's analog. The audio is no. <laughs> the, the video. You're right. The, yeah. the video is analog. The, the audio, audio was digital. Was digital, which yeah. is why it was so good. Uncompressed digital. Bunch of dorks here. Bunch of video yep. dorks. <laughs> See, I know Philips eventually because. When, when this all started, like, Nintendo was working with Philips and Sony to make 
their council and then they had a falling out. And then Philips went their separate way, Sony went their separate way, and then Nintendo went their separate way. And Sony was the first one to come out with the system, which was the CDI, which is pretty much like the precursor to the PlayStation. I mean, think about it this way. Ten years before the PS2, these guys had fucking a console that could play movies and music and everything else that you could oh, do. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's very. No, cool. and like you said, the back in 1990 or 1991, you could upload pictures to a computer, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Who had a di- who had a disc burner back in 1991 to burn pictures onto a disc? Like Sony Corporation had it. That's who had it. Seriously, that, the idea of burning a disc didn't even like occur to me yet. I didn't think that was a thing. If you're, but if you're looking to like collect something that's relatively easy to collect and relatively cheap, the CDI is very no cheap. Yeah. It's so very fun. It's it's uh, expensive to get started in because the the consoles go for a lot of money, and I think the main reason why they go for so much money because I think the lifespan of the CDI was seven years and they sold roughly a little bit over a million units. Wow. But the lifespan of the CDI is kind of short because there is this battery in one of the chips. And if it goes out, your uh, CDI won't boot up at all. So you have to shave the chips down, tear the battery out, and then resolder a new battery. Yeah, that's about as good of a design as the Channel F uh, controllers. Oh, yeah. The Channel F1. It was like, if your controller went bad, it was like, well, there's not much you can do about it. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, and you have not done this resoldering yet, have you? No. What's that? Oh. You have not resoldered one of these chips? No, yourself? I have not. Um, I, I, I mean, what, it's been like... 20 years, so I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to eventually. But coming up soon. With an average lifespan they predicted of 7 years, you've gotten almost 3 times out of that and it still works, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. Mine still boot up and everything. That's cool. Of course. I have 3 of them. I have uh, two model model 900s and then I have the one that was released like 2 years later after that one. Oh, okay. But I do not have the Magnavox version, which is the one I'd, I'd preferably like to get because it's way smaller and everything. These things are like, they're huge, man. I mean, they're the wingspan on them is like that. Are you serious? Uh, oh, yeah. They're huge. The model just as big as the 5200, yeah. Oh, I had no idea they were that big. Yeah. yeah, the Model 900 is just massive, man. I mean, they look trying to find a space. Oh, wow, my I had aunt, no idea. My aunt had a Model 900 on top of her TV back in the day, and she would stack shit on top of it, like <laughs> pictures and stuff, because it's so fucking huge. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it serves as a mini fucking table. <laughs> um, but they they have a lot of what educational kind of games, we'll just say, and stuff like that. Um. It's kind of a mixed bag. A lot of the games, like the actual, what I like to call the actual games that aren't educational and stuff, is kind of a mixed bag. 
A lot of them, I mean, there are, I do have some, like, underrated gems in my collection that are actually pretty damn good. But I'll just start going through games that I have. Um, if anybody's a fan of Patrick Stewart from uh, Star Trek, we have Titanic, the Interactive Exploration. Man. Narrated oh. by Patrick Stewart. Does that have Jack and Rose in it, or no? No. No? This is uh, the most. It says this is the most comprehensive presentation and the largest single source of Titanic images ever assembled. Whoa! Have you ever gone through it? And it, yeah, of course I've played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he speed runs it every Thursday night. <laughs> this has exclusive interviews with survivors of the Titanic. Damn! And Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. I hope. No. This was, well, this was released thing. in 94. So oh. that's like, what, three years before that movie? It was, yeah. Shoot. That's why they made the movie. Yeah, they, they you know what, Cameron? They watched that and they're like, Cameron was in post-production of True Lies, and he got his CDI because he was you know, a big video game player, and he watched that disc. I mean, this is film lore. Uh, this is pretty well known, but yeah, he played this, became obsessed with the CDI game, and it was like, I need to make a movie about this. If I can make a movie half as entertaining as this CDI game, I got a hit on my hand. I'll make it. No, least. it's not a game. It's an interactive exploration. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, that is that's what Cameron makes. We we had a good laugh last week when we were talking about the CDI because on the back of this it says, "Take an intimate tour of the ship in its glory days," which was what? like eight days. Eight, it was like a days. week, eight maybe. Days. You're pushing it for a week. A glory, glory days. It's <laughs> like, like the 2004 Boston Red Sox. They had, what, eight days of glory there in October? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're well, glory days. They were glory days. That's true. You'd enjoy every day. You know, seems like everyone had a great time on that show. This is another children's game, but I, I find this one really weird because there's only a I want to say less than five games that are like this with the case. But the case is, is like, if you could take a look at this, oh, yeah. it's almost it's all horizontal. Like, <clears throat> yes. Vertical, I guess. But it, which is, It's yeah. a book game, right? I mean, a book, like a story reading game? That's yeah. The worst this is, uh, well, it's kind of like what the Titanic was with, like an interactive tour. But it, it opens like this. Like a book. Ah, like a book. Wow, that's so cool and not confusing at all. It doesn't make it this easy is, to stack either. <laughs> no. They had a lot of these. I mean, like for as far as like children's game go, a lot of them is just like color a dinosaur, and then you color it, <laughs> and then you can watch your like your uh, colors or colorings come to life and fucking move around and shit. All right, oh. guys, I know nobody. There's nobody doing speed runs on that. So yeah, no kidding. So speed run, speed run community can't get mad if you go out and make some tracks. For That's Glenn. true. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn wants to lay down some of these fastest completion, fastest yeah. coloring. Yeah, you know, eighty-four different pictures you got to color. Each one gets an individual track. Each one equals just as much as Donkey Kong. Oh. More or less. Yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. So, so, you got the points, do it today. Yeah, Brachiosaurus with green and blue markers. Okay. Or if you're going to you're gonna set a record, might as well set it on Jeopardy. Oh, there you go. Look at Alex Trebek. Yeah. I was going to say full stash Trebek, too. The good You, know what's, 
you know what's kind of bullshit about this version of Jeopardy? What? Is that it's multiple choice. Oh, what? Oh, that's boring. Yeah. What? Exactly. Could you hook a, you can, could you hook up a keyboard to the CDI? If you can see that screenshot, I know it's kind of read it. Yeah, yeah, that comes out better. But you than can it. see it's multiple choice on the on the left. Oh, that's too easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never heard Al Alex Trebek said, "Is it a a dog? <laughs> exactly. Who is Roger Rabbit? Who is I don't know. It's just firing from the hip." And then we got the map, what seems to be the mascot of, of the CDI. Oh, yeah. Nintendo had Mario. Yep. Sega had Sonic. CDI had Sticky Bear, baby. It's just a, it's a weird and name. Fun. I mean, like, why? And I can't tell you how many, like, Sticky Bear games there are, but there's a crap ton. <laughs> they, they basically put all their eggs in one basket with that bear. Yep. They're like, this is great. People love bears. Those are Alex kid. Yeah, it's true. People love it's bears. Speaking. People love being yeah. sticky. <laughs> sticky bear. All that honey. All that honey, man. This is probably my most prized collection in my, or like prized item in my CDI collection. It's sticky bear reading. Complete. Factory sealed. Mint. Never been opened. Mint oh in box. God. Dude, that's probably... Mint in box. It probably comes more than the Zelda version. Oh, yeah. They, uh, on the open market, uh, 1200 easy. Yeah, easily. Easy. But do not sell that, Glenn. That is collector's item. Well... I'm not going to. Man. You're crazy to sell that. Are you going to ever open it? For years, complete, completely sealed. Why would I get rid of it Are now? you going to open it one day or no? I don't know. Okay, let's say, like... You're 65 years old and you're dying. Oh, he's, God, he's not going to... No, man, it's got to remain in the package. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool, I like it. Is how many how many people do you know have CDI games? With, with at this point, 20-plus-year-old tw shrink wrap on it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have that. It's not hard. It's it's hard to come by old over 20-year-old shrink wrap. By the time he's 65, crap. That's 56-year-old shrink wrap. That's some good stuff, right? Phil wants to know if there's any sports titles on the CDI. I'm glad that you asked. I oh. don't have my sports titles with me right now. They're, they're in a different... Uh, uh, they're in the storage unit, but uh, they do have... Their sports titles are really, really bad. <laughs> oh, so surprising. Really? The football one, there is a redeeming value behind it because it's... Uh, it's the Hall of Fame. Like, you can use Hall of Fame rosters on the football game. Oh, cool. But it gives yeah. you a complete tour of the football Hall of Fame. Oh, like, really? With movies and narration for, like, every player that's ever been inducted. Wow. You can watch, like, clips and stuff and see their stats. And Crap. I mean, that's actually pretty neat to, like... Like, that part of the game is pretty neat. And the baseball game is barely uh, playable. <laughs> That's, that sounds great. It's like a Stan, it's like Stanley Cup hockey for Super Nintendo. Like kind of. The first time you saw it. Yeah, that was it. the first time you saw it, you were like, awesome. oh my god, I've never seen graphics like that. And then you press start and go, oh, this is a disaster. What What's wrong with the baseball game? I mean, what, what makes it so unplayable? Um... 
everything. You get a choice. <laughs> you get a choice between two different pictures. And that's I think it? one of them is like Raleigh Fingers. Oh, that's Sticky Which Bear's awesome. not in it? I mean, that's awesome. You know, Raleigh Fingers is but, cool. A little yeah. outdated, but that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. You get, you, get a, you get a choice of like two pictures, and each of them has three pitches. Huh. You, you can't control like anything of your pitch. You just pick a pitch, the guy throws it. And then it's your job to hit the button at the right time to hit the ball. Oh, okay. And it's oh, it's, wow. it's a game bad. of luck because half the time it just like it randomly like randomly assigns if you get a base hit or if you just follow it up. So there's basically, there's just like a, a set number of things that can possibly happen in the game. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's a button at the right time. And odds are it's probably going to be a follow ball. Oh, okay. So basically, they should have maybe just not released it as a game and maybe just yeah. done what they did with the Football Hall of Fame and just had Cooperstown, USA or something like that. Yeah. That would have been fine. That would be awesome. You know? It seems like that's actually more of what the system should have been anyway. It was just more like interactive media than video games. And, you know, it's funny they say that because the majority based, of yeah. their, their library is that. Okay, well, I yeah. guess that makes sense then. And based on the controller that comes with the system, that... Yeah, you're right. It actually it looks yeah. more It's like more like a mouse than a... That's the original controller. It looks like a remote control. And the, there was a, there's a to, like a toggle in the middle that's missing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That like almost predate. That's actually like a precursor to the Nintendo sixty four controller. Really, the middle yeah. is there, right there. And it's got to be like one of the first wireless controllers. That's true. Duh. I never thought about that. Now, was there any other controllers for it? Oh yeah, I got a couple different kinds. We have the, uh, the trap ball. That's right. Yeah, the trap ball. Fisher Price. Yeah, Fisher Price. <laughs> Fisher Price, which is, this thing is god-awful. Don't suggest using it. Look at those. The giant ball is, like, really heavy and clunky. <laughs> That's so great. The place like, you, can't even, you can't even, like, spin it because it's so heavy. It only goes a little bit. Now, if you take the bl that blue uh, ball out of the Fisher Price thing, could you play catch with it? Probably good. Probably. Oh, okay. Like most track balls or mouse balls, it's just a ball. Yeah, it's just a ball, right? How heavy this is it? This right here is the best controller that the CDI has, and that's the gun. It's just a real gun. Oh, right? no, I'd say it's second best. The best one that you can get is the mouse. Oh, is that it just like a regular old mouse? Yeah, and the reason why the gun and the mouse is so great is because you just wave it around like that and you can move the cursor, right? Yeah. When you're using a controller like this and you're waving around a, a, a uh, cursor around with it, it's really, really choppy. Okay. Like, it, it does not have, like, a smooth, like, uh, fluent motion to it. Like, when you're going with the cursor and you're trying to be precise, it's really, really choppy on the screen. Just like using a PlayStation 3 controller to use, like, the web browser. Oh, okay. You use it, it's, it's the same thing. So, like, uh, when you wave this around and stuff, you get a nice, like, smooth motion with it. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, great for things that you have to be accurate on. Well, I mean, the remote control is basically just like an infrared, like any other remote control. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it, I don't think you. I wonder if it can send two things at the same time. Like, can you go? 
I'm assuming you can do right and jump at the same time. Do you know? Probably it lets I would you hope do so. Yeah. Gosh. yeah. I'm just saying because if it's like a remote control, a remote control can only send one function at a time. Where if you're oh, going you two. Okay. Trust me, there's plenty of games where you have to fire and move around at the same time. So, um, we got quite possibly the worst gambling game of all time, uh, Caesar's Palace. Oh. Even though it does have the same odds as Caesar's Palace. That explains why it's the worst gambling game of well, all time. Well, it's so cheaper. Yeah. No, this is why it's the worst gambling game of all time. It's because you have an infinite like bank bank uh, roll. Like you can just go in and draw two million dollars and play around in a uh, casino with two million dollars. Uh, so, yeah. so basically, there's no, you, you there's can't no lose. risk, no reward. I mean, if I lose all my money, I'll just go draw out some more money and keep playing. That's huh. how most people do when they go to the casino. Do you think it's what like they realize? Yeah, no, just yeah, but most people don't have an infinite bank account. You can just draw out millions of dollars. It's called credit, baby. Now, do you think when they came out with that game, and because you know all this stuff, especially with like a gambling thing, this is all new. It wasn't like it is now, or gambling on the you know, the internet's old hat at this point. But do you think that when they released it, they were like, wait, it might be a thrill for people to have an unlimited bank account. Because when they normally come, they only have a limited amount. They can't play that much. And they know our odds. You never win at Caesars Casino. Yeah. So do you think that that played a part? We're like, well, we just give them unlimited amount, and they'll always want to play forever. But the greatest game ever. Yeah. Best 59 bucks ever. They, they, they could have been thinking that. Just like, unlimited playing. We want them to play forever. Yeah, because who's going to go into Caesar's they couldn't Palace restart. 200 bucks? But no one thought of that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, 200 bucks in Caesar's Palace is going to last you, what, five minutes? Yeah. 12 point... Depends on what game you're playing. I can make Penny it... slots, maybe 20 minutes. I can make it last 13 minutes. No. On the craps table. Oh, <laughs> craps table, that's different. Well, craps is great. All of a sudden, you can be up 700 bucks, and then you're down 20. Yep. Within a matter of five minutes. Yeah. Because you've got to go all in. Notorious yeah. for this stuff, which I kind of briefly. Here's Thumbelina. Um, it's it's like the movie Thumbelina, except you can color it yourself. Oh. And color frame by frame, like you're the animator scenes. or the color. You can, um. you can color scenes, and then they'll play it over. Like if you don't like her having blonde hair, you can make her a redhead. Wow. Wow, that's the Thumbelina I wanted. Yeah, definitely. I remember thinking that when I was a kid. I've never seen it either. Actually, God. <laughs> I'm not even that. I remember Where's what that is. I remember it was a movie. Does John Atreides like Thumbelina? No, but he likes Tetris. Oh, that's oh. right. And I got two copies. Oh, oh. crap, Don. You Time to get means? yourself a new system, Time buddy. Time to settle it on the <clears throat> screen next week here. Oh, yeah. Multi-Twitch. Glenn and Don. Yeah, Tetris. Now, is there a description of it? It says the classic becomes a legend in CDI. Oh, what? Oh, oh man, so this is the legendary version of Tetris. Yeah, they, not that's what they play at the Nintendo World Championship. Oh yeah, the, at the Tetris World Champions, they play the, Excuse me, the CDI. So, now, how is it? Is it the same game? I mean, it's Tetris. No, not oh. quite. It's kind of. Is it a uh, fighting game? It's kind of bad. Oh, it's good. How do you screw up Tetris? 
I will tell you. Well, I'm so glad you asked, Nick, because I'll tell you how you screw up. I didn't think that was possible. Pretty easily. Um, <laughs> first of all, easily. the controls. It's there's a it's choppy in your movements. There's a little bit of a delay. Like if you want to slide a, it seems like if I want to slide a piece over, I hit left. And it takes it like a little bit longer than what it should for the beast to go left. Not only that, but you can only flip in one direction in this game. Really? Oh. Yeah, you can't so you flip just get, well, that's how I play. No, actually, that's how I play too. <laughs> and on top of that, it only so has. how good I am at Tetris. Exactly. <laughs> it only has 10 levels. And the most really? annoying. The most annoying part is, let's say you're at level one, yeah. and you're going into level two, the game stops what? completely, and then it says level two, and then it will load up a different like background in a different song. Oh, but dude, so that's it's actually levels, a new it, like, level. It was like a new actual level. The it's like playing Galaga or something. Yeah, instead of like. <laughs> Looking at the woods, you can be in a desert playing Tetris. Whoa. In color. In color. Whoa. But I will give it to this game. As far as Tetris goes, this has the best music out of any Tetris game. That's the music on here is, like, so good. It's really, really relaxing. Now, can you just, like, listen to the music separate from playing the game? Probably yes, you can. What? Uh most games on CBI, you could isolate the uh, sound off of it and play the soundtrack. Sound. So if oh, you, man. I have a quick question. If you take that CD right now and put it in your computer, could you find the WAV files? Yes, you can. Awesome! It's oh, like man. a CD. It's awesome. Well, that's pretty. I awesome. listen to the NHL '94 soundtrack all the time. I I believe you. Awesome. Dun dun dun. <laughs> You're insane. You're insane. Dun. Now, Glenn. Yeah. Um, couldn't you? I, I don't. I'm not promoting this at all, but I it would. is also a 25 year old system. But because it's just CDs, can you just like make burn copies of these? Is yes, it, you can. Okay. There is no piracy. Nice. Like, oh, security. That's why they're so cheap. Oh my gosh. So you could basically just. Oh wow, you're right. No kidding. Yeah, you, you buy a That's CD why you cheat the entire game collection if you just burn it all. Because they have fun in there. No, I agree. There's no fun. There's no honor in that. That's not legit when it comes to submitting a world record. Oh, no, definitely. No burn CDs allowed. So, this is an interesting um, contents. This was not released to the public, this one. What? Who got it? Unreleased. If you, if you check out our back here, this was only for employees. This is oh. on the bottom there. Not for retail sale. It looks special offer. You can only get it if you're an employee. And, and uh, wow, it was, and you had the catalog. That's wow. awesome. That gave the real. That gave the truth about Roswell and JFK's assassination. That was not included in the regular yeah. sale. See, this is the one that you could get if you were just a regular person. That did work at Phillips, and then they gave you. If you worked at Phillips, you version. had to get that version. Oh yeah, this version actually has a little bit more than the, the big box. Oh, does it really? That's a clock yeah. item. Crap. We got our favorite sticky bear. All it's right. Like this time he's doing math. Wow. Wow, sticky bear looks a little. Uh, it looks a little pudgy now. Yeah. 
He's always putting. Found some honey. Yeah, a lot of honey. It looks a little bit bigger than that one. It's all if you ever want to learn what two plus one is, this is the game to teach you. Oh, should be using schools. Exactly. Some schools can't afford iPads. CDIs, I hear CDIs. they're pretty cheap. You can just now, burn the discs. You can just copy the discs from everybody. Yeah. What, <laughs> what you were saying before, like with uh, being able to use the wave files, here's a uh, Sherry Lewis's Lamb Chops play along. Oh, man. You know what we can you do get with that? Oh, my God. Music videos, or you can put it in your CD player and listen to the entire album. That is. Oh, man. Yeah. No. That's what life is about living. Oh, I agree. That's what I was about. When I was a kid, the only my only experience ever with the CDI when I was like 12 or 13 was at a Sears, Sears Electronics Store, and they had that game, Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop, hooked up to the Philips Magnavox CDI. I tried to play it. It was so unresponsive <laughs> that I, I quit after like three minutes. How did you even play it? You can't I, play it, can you? You just listen to songs, I think. I don't remember. There was, like, a menu. I remember trying to, like, get the cursor to move, and it, like, wouldn't move. I don't know. Probably had a broken CD. It might have been. Maybe the battery was already out. And then this is the uh, the last version of Compass. This is the completely revised. Damn, dude. Updated. You got the Encyclopedia. Wow, you have, Wiki like, everything. Wikipedia should be calling you for its information. Yeah. Now, when Kid Rock says, I ain't straight out of Compton, I'm straight out of Trailer, is he talking about that? What's that? When Kid Rock says, not straight out of Compton, straight out the trailer, is he talking about the CDI game? or the? No, there's speculation that he is. Oh, okay. And because he grew up in... Oh, it wasn't Michigan. even really the Detroit area. He grew up in northern the, northern east side Michigan in Romeo, which is not Detroit. But yeah, um, not a hotbed for Philips CDI. He didn't have a tough time. Let's just say that. Yeah. And he definitely didn't have a CDI either. He no, wouldn't. Have. No way. No way. Yeah. He may have had a Neo Geo though. Uh, Romeo. Nah, probably. I think Super Nintendo. I think he had a Sega Genesis. Oh well, yeah. I wouldn't blame him. Great system. Yeah, great system. NHL eighty four. Yeah. Then I have some big box games. Uh, Mother Goose Hidden Pictures. Oh, cool. You can color your favorite nursery rhymes and uh, then watch them come to life. They were big on the coloring and making things come to life. I wonder how many people became animators because of playing their CDI as a kid. I don't know, because here's another one Beauty and the Beast. You can color this some bitch and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's not based on the Disney movie either. That's like no, Beauty and the Beast, that. the book. It's narrated they didn't want by the Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow? Yeah, she narrated this. No shit, one. man, they got some names. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, like they don't one. mess around. Phillips don't this mess is around. Dan Danny Glover narrating oh. Rare Rabbit and the Wonderful Tar Baby. Rare Rabbit. Rare. And the Wonderful Tar Baby. I can't believe that's the name of, like, that's, what is that, st I don't know, that story. It makes no sense. It doesn't. Like, what the hell is that? I mean, I remember Br'er Rabbit when I was a kid, because the name, for whatever reason, always made me laugh, because it seemed like a weird name for a story, but Danny Glover, and like, I think we talked about last week, that was 
that 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 story was the original story for Lethal Weapon three, but then yeah. they Shane Black yeah. deemed it not violent enough, so they changed it, right? Well they kind of they kind of deemed it racist because with the tar babies and everything. Yeah, that I that, to get rid of it. Yeah, that's kinda of what I was getting like it seems like an odd name yeah. for any story ever. Yeah. Like it seems like even for a Mark Twain book, that's kind of racist. It, like, it, well, this is what kind of makes it a little bit over the top, is when Danny Glover's narrating the story, yeah. he has a thick southern accent. Does he really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of a little bit over the top with that. It's like you were kind of pushing boundaries, but now it's... Dang. You didn't have to make him like, talk in a southern accent. It was already enough it. as it was. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, you could have had... Anybody anywhere narrating that story <laughs> with that name? Wow, that's like the SNL songs of the South yeah, making exactly. fun of the Disney movies. <laughs> like, wow. What then we have a completely brutal game. Uh, this is at our local. From now, is that game as cool as the name sounds? You know, it wouldn't. It's, it's tough. It has charm. It has charm. Let's we'll just put it that way. If it wasn't so goddamn brutal and cryptic, it would be a far better game. Hmm. But the thing that makes it so brutal is they give you a time limit to complete this. Uh, it's like a game board, and it's kind of set up in puzzles. And it's it's a game of luck. Like you you advance to a space on the game board, you flip over, and you can either have something good happen in your favor, or you can have something bad happen in your favor. And you gotta find so many things that make good in your favor in a in a specific time limit, but the time limit is so short that it it makes the game like almost unbeatable because you simply don't have enough time to like play the game. Have you ever made any headway in that game, or is it basically you kind of play it for a half hour and quit? I think I I made it like one time to the third level, oh. and that was. That was about as far as I could get. <clears throat> now it's called Zombie Dinos. Yeah. All right, now, are they? Is that as terrifying as it sounds? I mean, dinosaurs would be terrifying anyway. All of a sudden, there's a thirty foot like well, lizard creature ahead of. But there's zombie. There's no. There's yeah. no such thing as a. There's probably no such thing as a friendly dinosaur, especially if yeah. you're human. Because why wouldn't they want to kill us? Yeah. Um, but then you make a zombie version of a dinosaur. That will take over the world, guaranteed. If if they show zombie humans taking over the world in, like, no time at all, I would imagine zombie dinosaurs would be the biggest threat ever. In fact, if you want to yeah. kill zombie humans, create zombie dinosaurs. dinosaurs yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Is that Pretty basically the story? Running around this board trying to save the dinosaurs from getting their brains taken over from, and I quote, brain blobs. Oh. So this isn't the normal zombie story we're used to. No. Their minds are being taken over by brain blobs. So it's like, they're like aliens or something? Or maybe yeah. a computer advancement? <laughs> and the guy, the guy's the face, the big bad guy, is a giant like brain. Oh, like Mother Brain in Metroid? Kind of. Except <laughs> uglier. Oh. oh. Yeah, I always found Mother Brain quite attractive. Sounds <laughs> good. This is the game that we gotta play one of these. I'll show you the video. It costs oh, okay. three. Sonic for Hire, it's awesome. Oh, okay. 
Huh? Wait, I present to you. Yes. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold up, hold up. The Skype went out for a second. It's like they did it on purpose. Oh no! Hang on, give me a second. It's just this game is too much for Skype. They oh, did it on purpose. They did do it on purpose for copyright. Are you serious? No. No, oh, I don't know. You know I'll believe anything. That's true. All right, you're good. Go again. I'm Burgundy. All right, here we go. The game that we got to play one of these nights. Girls Club. Oh, my God. Yes! This is back in the day when, uh, I don't know if you guys remember it, but there was, like, a brief period in the early 90s where they had all these, like, girl dating games, like, for board games and shit like that. Well, this was, like, the pinnacle. Yes, no, my sister, who was, like, you know, eight or nine in the early 90s, had multiple board games like that. I think Girls Talk was one of them or girls something. Girls Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. Yeah, girl talk. Yeah, I played that. Did you? Yeah, I think we did once, and it was it was kind of amusing, but it was so like dumb. It really was stupid. <laughs> like, well, see, since this is on the CDI, you don't have like five people to choose from. Yeah, you have, like thirty. Well, and that's just not girls talk. That's a club. Yeah, too. Yeah, there's a, yeah, club. This is a club. Oh man. my god, there's so many people. And it has Heidi Lucas from Nickelodeon. And who? Who, I don't remember Heidi Lucas from Nickelodeon. Shame on you. she on You Can't Do That on Television? I feel like that could have been. Probably. Probably. Yeah, like in the early 90s, what was the, what was there? Just You Can't I Do That I do believe that this was one of the very first games, too, that made you have to get that special chip to be able to play it, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Mommy. I remember, I remember my aunt had this, and... She bought the chip specifically so her daughter could play this game. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Now, Mike, imagine if Militia Joan Hart would have been in that game when we were when Calista explains it off. I would have bought. You would have bought that system. Oh, oh, I should show you guys her latest picture. Yeah. So cool. Mike, I mean, we all obviously had huge crushes on Melissa Joan Hart when we were like twelve and thirteen. Mike has literally been in love with Melissa Joan Hart since like nineteen ninety three. And that love is never not, not, wavered. Not, not even for a second. Nope. But, um... Oh. Yeah, yeah, so... That's she's a, gorgeous. Yeah, she, no, she is a, she's a very beautiful woman. But yeah, Girls Club, we need to... We need to just play that for an episode. Because, I mean, that might... We might have to do a, a special episode, honestly. Yeah, because I want to find out who my dream date is. So do I. I want to find out who it is, too. Dang, really? I want to see that... Damn, dude. So will you know follow her on what Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> wow. Hi. Let me I'm see. Still Let me hot. see, Mike. I'm still hot. Let me see. Wow, she still looks damn good, man. She's got to be forty. Well, no, maybe she's not. thirty-seven. Oh, that's Come right. On. She's she's our age. Don't stalk her. So I, I found out a little bit more information. <laughs> she looks like twenty. Time to talk about this game, that face kitchen game that I. Oh, dude, that's right, okay. This is, this, this is one of the greatest video game titles of all time. Yeah, Face Kitchen. Yeah, it's like they just took two words randomly. Be like, truck soup. No, yeah. no, no. Couch potato. Oh, wait, no, that would actually work. No, that would work. <laughs> but Face Kitchen. But the reason why I didn't see a whole lot of these back in the day or even now is this is a PAL game that was released in Europe that I somehow got a hold of. Oh, is that what the deal is with it? Yeah. Oh, because you were saying you had never seen another one of those, right? 
No, like, there was nobody in town that had this. And I rarely seen it come up on auction back in the day. And then I did some research, and this was actually a European release. So, and, But it'll play on your system? Yep. All PAL works for anything. Oh, that's sweet. Can you tell the extra lines? Do you see the extra 100 lines of resolution? Yeah, extra 100 lines, man. Uh, I have you know it honestly it's been so long since 25 frames instead of 525 yeah it's pretty extensive it was it was S video before S video mm -hmm. actually still better than S video mm -hmm. alright oh, now we're going to start more than now we're going to yeah. start getting into the like really good games for the season what there's good yeah. games I thought we already went through them oh yeah well, we're still going through but these are the oh. creme de la creme Oh, these um, are ones people this, think are better. This one is a very interesting shooter, like a shmup. It's called Kether. Oh, yeah, you're telling us that's not even really a shmup. It's a Star or Star Fox type game where the perspective is behind the ship. But the interesting thing about this is you don't have a single offensive maneuver. You can't fire at anything. Oh, it's all dodging and flying through like narrow corridors. That sounds and fantastic. The, the cool part is like. There's eight temples that you have to go to, and once you get to the temple, you uh, you have to right. solve a puzzle, whether it be like a game of Simon or like a memory type game or something like that. And then after you beat it, you can go through the. It becomes like a like a first person perspective, like light magic games, like those old dungeon crawlers, and yeah. then you go around like shooting demons with fire and stuff and collecting treasures. And then after you collect the treasures, you fly in your ship to the next temple. Yes. So it's actually a pretty neat concept. The true adventure game. It was like an, yeah. an extension of Golgo 13 where it was like three different games in one. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you got your flying, your puzzle, and then your first person, like, shooter slash might magic type. Gosh, almost like Razor, where it kind had, like, of. multiple things going on. Yeah, That's you do have multiple things going on. And then uh, we have some of the light gun games. This is uh, Mad Dog McCready, which was released in the arcades. Oh, and Mike has yeah. that for uh, Sega CD, I believe. That's right. That's a pretty fun game, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Not but better on CDI. Oh, yeah. Well, it's no last bounty hunter, because this is the best one on the... He's the last bounty hunter? I, I thought... If he's the last bounty hunter, I'm thinking maybe being a bounty hunter is just a job that should go away yeah. forever. <laughs> I like the last bounty hunter on the CDN more than the Mad Dog is for you. Okay. Um, it's, it's interesting because you can't shoot people unless they draw their fighter on first. Oh. So, like, if they appear on the screen, you can't just blast them. You gotta wait. Like, so... That's if you want to talk about Star Wars lore. That's special edition Star Wars. Han, Han yeah. can't shoot first. You can't shoot first. You can't shoot first. See that that game knows up. Maybe that's where Lucas got the idea. You know we had a CDI. We have uh, this is actually really interesting. This show was only out for like one year. It only had one season, but Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh yeah, right, great game. I got four episodes recorded on a VHS tape. What? Hell Why? yeah! I forgot what was on before. <laughs> and there's a show I recorded this, on. This game, 
And that was on before, that's and I made sure hilarious. I recorded it. So there's a Thunder in Paradise. Oh, cool. That's a shooter game too, right? Yeah, this is a first-person shooter. Okay. Like a Rails-type shooter on Rails. Most of them were on Rails. Sweet. Um, what makes this game interesting, though, is... Hulk Hogan? Oh, it comes with... Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan. The greatest WWF wrestler of all time. Yeah, definitely. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. You can pilot the... Uh, the, the ship called Thunder, or you can, and then after you do those voting segments, you do the uh, first person shooter segments. It's really, really tough if you don't have the light gun because enemies are like it's fast, they come up, they're insanely fast with how they fire. Really, like, they're on the screen, they're firing as soon as they get on the screen. Oh, sweet. Um, so you, you definitely need the uh, the light gun for it to even make it fun, I guess. But the interesting thing Thunder of this game is. It offers three different options with the game. You can either uh, you can play the game and then watch the story, which they call that the interactive mode. Yeah. Or you can just play the gaming segments, not watch the story at all. Just play like all the levels. No. Oh, or you can just watch the story. So. Oh man. Yeah. Like, this is like an hour that is the good video game. Episode yeah. Of Thunder and Paradise, <clears throat> except CGI, and you can shoot things. Now, are the cutaway scenes just scenes from the TV show? No, think? they were no, actually they filmed, filmed for the... That is, yeah. that is fantastic. I so like that they, like, immediately... They must have thought, story. like, as in coming up with the TV show, they had to have been thinking concurrently, like, yeah. we're going to make this game, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like I said, the show only lasted one season. Yeah, it's so. crazy. So it's a totally different story. That's cool. And then we have everyone's favorite, probably the only Mario game ever released, not on a Nintendo console. Yeah. Hotel Mario. Now, is it a decent game? Uh, actually, it's pretty fun. This is one of the better games that you you can get on the CDI. It's a nice little change of pace from like Mario games. More of that a puzzle, is, right? Yeah. So, like, concept of this game gonna sound really, really dumb. You close doors. You have to make sure all the doors on the level are closed. But it's actually pretty damn fun and challenging. I do believe there's 95 levels to play through. Wow, wow. And then you also get uh, cutscenes, like full motion uh, cutscenes in between uh, hotels, which is progresses the story. You know? Now, is it, is it just like a live-action shot of a dude dressed as Mario closing doors? <laughs> no, very all animated. Oh, it's animated. It's, it's just a regular Mario, Mario game. The voice actors from the TV show. Oh, sweet. Now, and what's the thing that CDI is like most known for is the fact that, like you said, they have a Mario game, not mm-hmm. on a Nintendo, which is is for like you said. And I don't so, know. Yeah, and they not only have a Zelda game, they have how many Zelda games? Three. Three Zelda games. <laughs> Well, get this. This is this is the story behind it. After after uh, Phillips and Nintendo had their like argument, they went to court, and Phillips actually obtained rights to make Mario and Zelda games through that court battle. Which is kind of amazing. I, I would like to actually it read is. the transcript of that. I yeah, wouldn't like, actually. Who, but who wins one over Nintendo to get rights to make Mario and Zelda games? Yeah, they're they're cash. They're money makers. They're two biggest money makers, hands down. Yeah. 
And you so don't you Zelda don't own the Zelda games, right? Because they're like astronomical in price. Yeah, Zelda's adventure goes for like a thousand bucks now. So dumb. Who pays a thousand bucks? I think the cheapest one bucks? goes for like two hundred and fifty to three hundred. And that game is just like garbage. Like it is garbage. Yeah. All three of them are. <coughs> I know angry video games pay like three fifty for this game right here. But he's got to steal. Yeah. You can get this game, Hotel Mario, anywhere from thirty to forty bucks, and it oh. is a hell of a lot better than the. Oh, I get it's that. actually fun to play. I get it for about forty two cents. Oh, what? Brilliant. Copy it. Yeah, oh, you copy it. <laughs> Wait, what's, then, why is it costing you 42 cents to make a CD copy? Shouldn't it cost you like one cent? Electricity and then the depreciation for the computer oh, that I use. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> and then, last but not least, my favorite game on the CDI. There it is. is. And this is the special edition, which includes the soundtrack. But uh, Oh, that's Burn right. Burn Cycle. Now, you need to explain Burn Cycle, because this game sounds fantastic. And the, co it, it, the cover is good enough. Like That game didn't even need to be playable, and it's already the best-looking video game uh, cover on this system. Yeah, this was... Uh, when they came out with this, they marketed this game as, like, this is our game. Like, this is our number one game that we've ever made. Like, this is... The King of All, the Tops All. And it's actually pretty good. They came out with one on the PC. And weirdly enough, the PC version sucks compared to the CDI version. Wow, it's not a so CDI. So if you're going to play Burn Cycle, this is the definitive version to play. The PC one sucks. Okay. Like, bad. Now, what is the story behind Burn Cycle? Um, the story is you play a bad guy. You're, you're uh, a thief. That mostly small time thief, but you decide to rob a bank, and this is in the future. And while you're downloading everything, they have like uh, chips implanted into your brain, and like you touch something. Like I guess they were talking about this a couple of years ago, like having chips in your fingers for like your bank account. Yeah, that sounds like that's stuff really, like that. What a great idea! Yeah, it's genius. I mean, uh, this kind of covers that. While while you are like downloading the transfer gums and, or funds into your uh, your head, essentially you get a virus, and you have two hours to find a cure for the virus. Otherwise, it's gonna melt your brain into jelly. Nice. And what's so cool about this game is the acting is like on that level of it's it's so bad that it's good. Oh yes, <laughs> I love those. You know, like. They take it way too fucking seriously when they're doing their lines and everything, but that's what makes it so great. And and the, there's like little awkward moments, like <laughs> in the very beginning when the guy gets the virus, like when it shoots into his into his brain, like his initial reaction to it is just great. He's like, "Oh, got a headache," and he's all just like, "Excuse me, phone's going off." Come on, who's calling? I would expect like a Nintendo out of out of Glenn's phone. I was expecting a video. Same game. here. I was totally expecting. Yeah. That. But uh, where what was I saying? Oh yeah, the acting though, like when he gets that the virus first initially planted into his brain, it, his reaction is like so bad that it's good. Like the way he just shakes his head off and you're like, oh, I must have caught something. But uh, what's cool about this game that makes it stand out is it. Offers a totally, I don't know, offers a lot into like one little package. Like, 
there'll be moments where you're you're a first person perspective and you're going around shooting cops like with the light gun. And then you'll be hijacking this this uh, car and then you you're lifting off and then you have to like shoot your way out through the car. But it's also a point and click adventure, a puzzle game, and there's a couple different other genres wow. to it too. They really like to mix the genres up in CDI. <laughs> oh, they didn't. They didn't leave anybody behind. They mix genres up on the CDI, but this is one of the very few like rare occasions where it, it actually worked. Okay, and it was decent. <clears throat> and I don't know if, if I like I play this game still to this day. Yeah, I still enjoy it. But I, I, I'm guaranteeing that if you didn't play this game back in the day, you might not enjoy it. Because oh, okay. it's a little bit outdated. <laughs> like I said, the acting is so bad that it's good. Yeah. And but it does have have some clever things to it. The other thing that sucks about it is you only get one life. You die and you're fucking dead. <laughs> which oh, is awesome. That's a great like way to do games. it. I like oh, yeah. So you can be like almost to the end, like a couple hours into this game, you die, you're going back to the beginning. <laughs> And, and, and what's so crazy is, like, there's segments in this game, like, uh, when you're in your ship, flying around, you get hit once by anything, you're dead. You don't even get health in the game. So you get shot once, you're dead. So it's accurate. I mean, it's a pretty realistic game in that when it comes to that. Yeah, kind of. I mean, if you're in real life, if you get shot, you know, you're, you're not coming back two minutes later because you hit the reset yeah. button. And this game is actually pretty damn gory. There is a lot of, uh, like, when you shoot cops, there's, like, huge blood splatters for, like, no reason. And, like, I, I do believe there's a scene where you're you're in the casino, like, the futuristic casino, and this guy's been playing, like, this game, this, like, gambling game that, like, puts into your mind. Yeah. And it's like a psychic battle. Between like the machine and you, and if you win, you win money. Well, he'd been playing it for so long that his like eyeballs fucking explode out of his head. Damn, and it's pretty great. Very cool. Yeah, I want to play this game. Sounds kind of awesome. Well, well, it's kind of cryptic and confusing at first because it does not give you like your objective. It doesn't say go here or do this. You just kind of it's like a old school point and click adventure <clears throat> where you kind of just have to figure it out on your own. Almost I mean, like an open to, world type thing, really. Well, like at the beginning, it's all like, oh, I gotta find this doctor and like check me out and see what's wrong with my head. But they don't tell you where the doctor's at or how to get a hold of him or what you need to do. They just say you have to find this doctor. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Cool. So it's like up to you to like navigate around different areas, search search out for clues, do a couple puzzles here and there, shoot some cops. Fuck some chick that is another bank robber. Oh. Wow. Yeah. The love story. The love story. And it's got this weird Buddha guy that shows up kind of in the beginning a little bit, and then he shows up more in the end. But uh, that guy's an asshole. Oh, Don't let Buddha costume fool you. Oh, okay. We need to find the programmers. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. We need to interview anyone involved with programming this game. Yeah. I would have loved to... And like, every single person who the plays Saul. If you could find a guy that plays Saul Cutter in this game and so we can interview him, I would 
That would fucking make my whole life. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You I've been playing it. you for 20 years, Sal! My name's not Sal, it's George. Whatever, no, man. Sal. You're Sal to me. Yeah. You're Sal. You're Sal in my soul. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll try and get a, get a hold of my other games. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I get I, I'm up, never man. not going to be interested in hearing about CDI, so. Because I, I still got another stack, like, I don't know, huge stack somewhere else. Beautiful, man. I got racing games, sports games in that stack, and a couple other uh, weird uh, eyeball titles. Cool, man. Uh, very cool. So, that was a little bit in CDI. Uh, just to remind everybody, just for everybody who is still watching. Yes. Um. We'll be back next week. We said we'd be on every other week, but that was when Jace was on every week yes. on the Twin Galaxies Live channel. So we will be going every week here on Settle It on the Screen yes. until Twin Galaxies Live is up. up and or maybe we did get cut. Exactly. Maybe we did lose our show. I doubt that, but you never know. So Either way, we ain't going to so make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube. So just subscribe. You don't have to watch us there. Just make sure that you're like, <laughs> subscribed to us. That's all. I don't care. Um, likes and subscribes. That's all we're looking for, I guess, really. Not me. Um, don't subscribe. Oh, better, but, watch but better us. yet, listen to us in your car. Download yes. us on iTunes like majority of you do. All 1,200, 1,300 viewers, thank you very much for listening to our yeah. beautiful show. Why do you need video when there's audio? Yeah, I, they're getting an extra half an hour to this week for sure. Really? Oh yeah, we're we're already yeah. We don't have to get off. Oh my gosh, I didn't know what time it was. Oh, yeah, Shit. Okay. Going. Wow. So, CDI makes the time fly. It does, man, dude. So maybe nice. next week we'll be playing some CDI, or maybe we'll have oh, a competition. Yes. I do want to put. The, I know this is Don versus yeah, Don. I want to put yeah Don versus Glenn on Tetris. Tetris I do want man. to put this on. We do want to have a little uh, Mario Maker competition. Uh, yes. The idea is we're going to have four, if you have the new Nintendo Wii and the new Super Mario Maker, um, you get four competitors here on the show one night. Everybody has to Twitch, though. Everybody has to stream to Twitch. Yes. And basically, uh, we'll have all four of your video feeds going into our system, and we'll all be communicating on Skype. And basically, our job is to get you four new hopefully hard tracks or uh, levels that you've never played before. There might, I mean, we can create them, of course, and then we know you never played them, but yeah, will they be hard? I don't know. If um, I make them, they'll be easy. It'll be easy. So we want to do something like that, just a little fun competition uh, for people live on the show, That's settling it on the screen. Um, so if you do have a Nintendo Wii and the Super Mario Maker, <clears throat> send us a message. As long as you can stream your video game play and talk to us on Skype. I know I just said a lot. I need a lot of requirements. but I was just saying, I, I, you lost stream, me stream your video, next Stream week, your so. video on Twitch and be able to talk to us on Skype at the same time so we can run the competition. It'll be very cool. I'd there like there, there might be something included for the winner. But Sounds good to we're me. We're going to do some uh, settling Wingstop. it on the screen, hopefully soon. So. And, and Wingstop, yeah, congratulations to Yeah, And, congr and we got to thank our sponsors again. Thank you for Wingstop once again for providing. Uh, Airheads, Airhead yeah. Fruits. Sorry, I don't have it with me. It's right there. Lighting Crudels. Yes. Yeah, Bud Light Lime. It's still summer. Nowhere. Um, <laughs> so we'll be back next week. Make sure you go to TwinGalaxies.com and submit your world records and all that good stuff. So uh, for my co-host, this way, Glenn Updike. Yes, thank you very much, Glenn. Good stuff. Nick Houselander. I'm Michael Soroka. We encourage you to settle on the screen. We'll see you next time. See ya. Peace.